This week, we answer more of life's tough questions, like how autistic does your kid have to be before he's just annoying? And what is the correct geometric shape that makes a healthy sandwich? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the place where your opinion matters as long as we share that opinion. That's right. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if we have the opposite opinion. So really all you have to do is make sure that your opinion agrees with our opinion and then your opinion will count. In which, However, in the rare case that we disagree uh, with each other, Sandeep, then I, I don't know, I guess people are automatically wrong. Or they're what? automatically right. Well, no, no. We always have... So I, so I am Sandeep Sen, the other voice, Phil Causey, as you know. Yes. Uh, well, then we have a guest on. And so basically, we're the Supreme Court of fake outrage. We've done it. We've deliberately arranged it so we have three people. So mm. one opinion wins. One yes. opinion matters. Your yes. voice matters. Yes. Right. And so if your opinion matches the two, the, the majority opinion, then your opinion matters. That's right. And this is, of course, the least important debate show on the internet. I always got to try to get that in here. Sonny, what was your? Why do you have white stuff all over your face? I'm sorry, you have like. Were you just eating powdered donuts? Wouldn't you like to know? I mean, hey, are you not sharing blow with us right now? (laughs) Yeah, I I thought he was being so hospitable. I put on, (laughs) I put on SPF 15 lotion. Is that to be indoors? Is it it caked in? You didn't get all of it. Yeah, so there's some right next to your mouth, which is pretty funny. Okay. Yeah, um, I was just wondering. We'll just we'll go with that. As we'll an go excuse. with SPF 15. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is SPF weather finally here in New York. I'm very yeah. happy about that. We only get a month and a half of actual hot weather in the city here, and then it goes back to cold. So I'm glad we're we're in that right now. What else did you do this weekend aside from rub rub lotion on your face? <laughs> uh, well, I I played flag football this morning in our comedians. The comedian league, right? Yeah, the comedian league. Yes, which is uh, comedians and Indians. We're, we're, <laughs> there are two Facebook groups. There was a co- Indians playing flag football and a comedians playing flag football. I joined the two groups, and I call it the comedian football league. Nice. And I feel like it's perfect because Indians and comedians have about the same athletic ability. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. That does make a lot of sense. That third voice you hear today, uh, somebody who I'm very happy to have on the show, Stephen Bowles. Hey, do you do the middle name in real life? No, 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 hell no. The middle name is mostly yeah, just a Facebook internet thing. My middle yeah. name on the internet is McLonghair, and I like that because it's very easy to find. There's, yeah, there's other Stephen Bowles, but there's no other McLonghair, so okay. it narrows down the search considerably. Also, when I started, I was pissed off that anytime I took type Stephen Bowles into Google, a fucking Senator from the 1860s came up named Stephen Bowles. He had more fucking browser searches than me, I guess. So I put in a McLonghair to distinguish myself from this long dead Stephen Bowles. So if you look for me online, it's McLonghair. But I hate, I hate when hosts bring me on stage saying to McLonghair. Oh. I just feel like it discredits <laughs> me like immediately, yo. Because I just remember doing all these fucking shows in Virginia where they have these ridiculous names. Nothing other comics. I like the comics themselves, but I still remember there's a dude named C. Jizzle. And I'm like, that's what McLonghair is to me. Is that you know? his real... No, that's like his rapper name. That's his rapper that's his name. DJ exactly. rapper. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There were a lot of rapper comedians. <laughs> yeah, so you had that problem with Google or a Senator Club. I had a, a similar problem, but it was much more awkward where when you typed in Phil Causey or Philip Causey about five years ago, there was some guy who was like a, a nationally known like yoga person. So you'd get like yeah. a few YouTube videos of this like skinny white guy in his underwear. So people like legit thought it was me. <laughs> That's a good. That, yeah. I'd rather be mistaken for that guy. Yeah. What about you, Sandeep? What, what's your What's your you a Google doppelganger? Or are there no other Sandeep sends in the 
Uh, there are, the, but they're not. No, there's there's some, but most most of the time I come up. Are they all? Are you guys are all doctors, so it doesn't matter anyway. If they, I mean, yeah, no <laughs> one knows <laughs> Sandeep Sen is doing anything cool. <laughs> okay, so. so you were the coolest Sandeep Sen. I, I, I am definitely okay. The most uh, creative. <laughs> The most artistic. All right. We always take a minute to uh, talk about our guests and what they're doing. Uh, Steve does a lot of shows. He's one of those guys. Does a lot of stand-up. Really funny. And you co-produce a great show in Brooklyn called The Pop Collar Show. Yes. Pop Collar. Been running for two or three years now. It's originally Dan Wicks' show. And then I started working at the cafe where the show was. So I started help producing. I would literally clock in to bark. I would tell people about the show all day while I was serving coffee. I used to put the poster on the counter. So they couldn't even get a coffee without seeing the poster. For oh, the I show, love that! And I, I've great. seen the pictures you guys have had online. You've had a lot of a good, good full shows there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, yeah I did one of them. It was great. Yeah, well, dude, okay. we basically had three out of four Saturdays at the cafe for events. So it was like basically started running itself after a little while, which is nice because I would get all the locals, and then Dan would do all the computer promoting. You know, getting people on random websites and meet up and all that shit. So between mm-hmm. the locals and the computer people, it started getting a pretty good turnout regularly, which was nice. Yeah, and I love that name too, the Popped Collar Show. Yeah, I got it. That's Dan. That's Dan's name. That you know? is it was so like, funny. It's so funny coming from Dan too, because Dan is like the most not popped collar dude. Well, that's why he. That's why <laughs> he did down that. dude. That's why it's because when you mention, no one says popped collar in a positive context. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's clearly making fun of those kind of kids. Yeah, because I'm around the same age. I think as him, and you're how, how old are you? I'm 26. Okay, I'm 30. I'm a little older than you. But like when I was probably when you were in high schoolish, and I was in college. That culture was like very popular on the East Coast. Oh yeah, and so like I would make fun of those kids because that was big back then, like the early mid two thousands or right. people, the pop collar dickheads, where they people show up at parties wearing like four pop collar shirts. Yeah, yeah, that shit was at the same time. And so I love that. I love that he makes fun of them with mm-hmm. the name of his show. I'm yeah. a big fan. Big fan of how he does that. We got to get Dan on the show one of these. Yeah, oh, yeah he's we also definitely. super yeah. awkward and quiet. So he's like the opposite of a popped collar yeah. guy. <laughs> like pop collar dude has like the stud earrings. You know what I mean? Like the little silver fucking things. Yeah. Frosted tips. Dan just rocks back and forth in his one collar that's down. And he just <laughs> yeah. enjoys the show and runs a mean fucking show while he does it. Yo. Absolutely. No, Because well, we were getting like like the... I, I used to call them hybrid douchebags because... The pop collar thing was sort of big in New England and the East Coast, but then that was right around when that show Jersey Shore came out. Yeah. So you'd get these like the like the Pennsylvania Jersey kids coming up and they 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 hybrided. So you'd have kids that were like jacked guidos with the spiked hair, mm-hmm. but also, you know, wore the pop collars. Right. So it was like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Jim yeah. Tan laundry, baby. I yeah, with that your pop collar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you're doing in the laundry, is all your collared shirts and your tank tops that you have for the gym, obviously. GTL, baby. Yeah. All right. You guys ready to get into some outrage? Let's I'm gonna, do it. Yeah, I fucking love outrage. Do you want to do international or domestic first, Steven? Uh, let's do domestic first. Okay, and then we'll go overseas. So we're going to start with my story today. Uh, this one comes to us from Gary, Indiana. Indiana getting on the board here. I don't know if we've had any Indiana stories. This might be our first one. Gary, Indiana is, uh, southern tip of Lake Michigan, northwest Indiana, for those of you geography buffs. (laughs) We always like to triangulate our outrage geographically as we Mm -hmm. introduce it here on the show. You're the outrage report. You should. should Well, Phil Major in geography. It's happening in. That's right. Phil Major in geography, so I feel like he, you know, he adds that. Yeah, yeah. we we have to educate the, the masses here at a place called the Bailey Preparatory Academy, mm-hmm. which is, uh, as you can all imagine, a school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of school based outrage on the show. Oh, as kids we, get outraged about anything with their kids. Well, it's usually their parents, and this is this one's no exception to that. That's what so I mean. Yeah. What happened was there was a, a trophy ceremony at this school where the school presented. 
one of the kids there. There was a full-on like assembly over this, and the principal presented a kid there with a, a trophy that said, "Quote." Bailey Preparatory Academy, 2018-2019. Most annoying male. <laughs> <laughs> they gave a kid, but the, no, that's not why uh, the outrage. What, what's the age of the kids at the prep? It's, he's in fifth grade. Yeah, that's what's oh. fucked up. He's eleven. You know? Yeah, Barely that's why people are digits. outraged. <laughs> Well, no, all- people are not outraged because he's 10 or 11. People are outraged because he's autistic. Mm-hmm. So they gave an autistic kid the most annoying male award at this school. How did this get conceived? Well, how'd how they did they get the maybe the, kid, maybe the kid was complaining he never won an award before, and the teacher thought they were doing <laughs> something sweet. And by, you know, something funny, maybe they were pals. Yeah. Well, that's one way to play devil's advocate. It backfired horribly. <laughs> backfired horribly on him. Giving most annoying student to an autistic student. The the article is is crazy, yo. Oh, it just it's a the the trophy looks kind of nice. I gotta say they didn't skimp on the trophy. Yeah, the trophy oh, looks alright. Well, the thing is, the kid didn't want to like start a fuss over it. He was just like, oh, that's kind of awful that you did that to me. So yeah. he tried to leave, and they're like, no, 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 you got to take your trophy with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the <laughs> oh dick my part. God, you, that you, was the dick that, part. Yeah, yo. you you can't uh you can't leave without your trophy. You need to bring this home to your parents. And he did bring it home to his parents and his dad. Because they don't mention the kid's name, but they mention the dad's name. The dad's name is Rick. It's either Castellon or Castellon because there's a J in there. Yeah. So I don't know what the to pronounce that. He called the local paper like a good dad does. Get the local news involved. That's how yeah. a lot of outrage spreads because a lot of these stories are from local like news. local news channels because mm-hmm. I got to run something at fucking 530. Exactly. And the Times of Northwest Indiana picked it up. And then, you know, the outrage spread kind of from there because people found out about this. Uh, and people were saying that you know, it was fucking tasteless and, and yeah. just mean as fuck overall. Yeah, yeah, for super mean. I, 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 I feel the outrage in this one a little bit just because it's an 11 year old kid. Also, this this article is making this kid sound super autistic because it's just like <laughs> they're like, guys, no, you don't understand. This kid is really, really <laughs> autistic. He can't be annoying. Like it keeps saying, what does it say? It says because of his autism, uh, his son is nonverbal, often rocks back and forth. Just like he ain't bother anybody, he's just rocking back and forth. But I also, why do you get the most annoying student award, yo? You yeah. probably doing more than that, yo. I I feel like he had to earn it somehow. And, and that's that's the, one of the questions we always ask. The bigger question is how many times can you play the autism card before somebody's just annoying? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I but, think that's a lot. I think you get you get a that's a I mean that's a card, card you can like use a, often. Yeah. Also, this trophy is fucked up as hell. But I also think it's the. You know how Bill Burr has this whole thing about, like, let's not act like every ass beating falls out of the sky. Do you really think the woman was just saying, yeah. hey, I baked you some cookies, yeah. and he just started yeah. beating her? He's like, not every ass beating falls out of the sky. So I want to know, what, was this kid annoying as fuck? That's what I want to know. But, that's even the, if, the, but the problem is, even if he was, he did not deserve the trophy. I well, want to make that the, clear. Yeah. That's fucked up that they would do that to him, for sure. But Well, and the thing is, too, is that they, they had the principle to it. Yeah. So that's, it's like, dude, where do you go? Whole... Where do you report? Because if there's like like a dickhead gym teacher or something that did it in gym class and the kid felt uncomfortable and went to the principal, sure. But the actual principal was involved. Yeah. So it's like, who do you go to? The superintendent. There's a superintendents are there for you. Yeah, there, I guess. There's always the hierarchy. Yeah. But it's the school should not have done this. The teachers should not have done this. That was all fucked up. But I still want to, I would like to see classroom footage 
of what earned this man, this yeah. young man, the most annoying male award. Because it cannot have been that bad that you have to embarrass him in front of a whole fucking school. That's yeah. fucked up. I I agree. This is one of the few outraged things I agree with where it's like, no, you really should not have done that shit. Yo. Yeah, and I for think- all we know, he, he might have been doing something crazy, but that wasn't reported. We don't have enough information. So yeah. <laughs> with the you know, as it currently stands, I, I think you're definitely right about this. Mm-hmm. Um and we've also like that as another question, which is what did he do if he did something? Thing to earn the trophy was he like taking dumps in the classroom or like throwing yeah. fucking gum at the teachers or lecturing like what was he doing he's saying like it, he has outbursts and he gets emotional which is pretty fucking common for the autism thing you know like well we hang out with comics mostly so they, yeah we see it enough <laughs> you, you know, know? Like, we see people have the... outbursts on stage and shit <laughs> like that you know like mental yeah. breakdowns fucking rocking back and forth waiting for their name to be called out of the bucket <laughs> we fucking see this shit see, all the time this is the episode we should have had dan wicks on okay <laughs> <laughs> and that's great because only That's you what guys. I'm if we gave this award to Dan Wicks, Dan Wicks can take it. He Dan would think Wicks it was hilarious. Fun. He'd be like, yeah. "Fucking right, yeah, exactly." This is an 11 year old kid. Probably doesn't have any fucking friends. By the way, for those of you who aren't comics in the scene who know Dan Wicks, he's a fucking hilarious comic with like really well written jokes. Who happens to be autistic? Also, so, well, actually, he doesn't. Yeah. And the but the type of dude we're talking here, he gets a laugh. Wait, he's on not stage. autistic. He goes, he go like three minutes into his set, he'll usually go. I'm not autistic, by the way. And it gets a huge laugh just because. (laughs) Oh, I thought he was. He goes, I don't have autism. I have Tourette's. Oh, okay. And his joke is, so if you thought something was wrong, you were right, but you're off by a tick. (laughs) Which is a very, very Dan Wicks joke. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So so just the fact that he says I'm not autistic gets a fucking laugh. Dan Wicks can handle this award, but Dan Wicks isn't that annoying. Dan Wicks runs a good show, and he doesn't. Well, that's where the degree people. of autism mattered. Because, like, if yeah. if he was just a little autistic, maybe his annoyingness superseded what would what the degree of autistic uh, in, impairment would have dictated. Yeah, but he's really autistic, so it, it goes beyond. I he, he can't really be annoying beyond the autistic thing. What really annoys me about this article is that this uh, article is that the title of this article is "Outrage as Teacher Gives Autistic Teen Award for Most Annoying Student." He's not a teen. I think this yeah. article was written by an autistic person. <laughs> I don't understand numbers. Actually, no, autistic people usually do understand numbers. Very well. But maybe yeah. they're bad with language, yeah. so then the, the yeah. teen. Uh, Who so calls a him teen? a teen? He's, he's, a, he's a preteen at best. Yeah. No. Like, by the way, this isn't, an, uh, this isn't an okay thing to do it, for a non-autistic person. You can't give it a yeah. fifth grade. Maybe like at, when, they, when they're graduating high school as a joke. That's what I'm saying. You can't have the like, principal fucking giving... Regular kids. This was such a big fuck up, Stephen McLongair. This is. I agree. <laughs> My dad's in the school system. I know. I've, I've fucking. I've seen this shit before. My dad's been a principal for a while, so I hope no one in his school hears this shit. Uh, Gets any ideas? I don't want to. I don't want to sully his, his name because he's got a son saying, "What this autistic kid do to get this award?" Um, that's not cool. But the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's not a teen. I lost steam. I lost my train of thought. So as far as the the result, because we talk about the result of the outrage often goes, the uh, school did say that they apologized to the family and that there is, quote, unquote, disciplinary action uh, in being like levied upon the people that were involved, which apparently was everybody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How are you going to levy? So many layers is went through that no one yeah. thought this was a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those ones where it's like, like that. It's like whenever a company comes out with something that like pisses people off, it's like how many dudes in suits had to okay this before it happened. And no one was like, I don't think this is a good idea, guys. I think it like, was just the principal and the teacher. Like, or some committee, whoever, if there was a committee for these awards, someone had to go 
to a trophy making store. Yeah. For all these trophies. And like one of them has got to say most annoying male. And then the guys, oh, that's probably a funny trophy. Who are you giving this to? It's oh, an 11 year old autistic kid. The fucking who's the trophy maker here? I want to know that well, too. And here's the thing. The only way that I would have been okay with this would be if it was a thing where the teachers were like, look, you know, he was a, you know, he was a cool kid and we figured he could take it. But it even says here that he was known for having emotional outbursts yeah, and yeah. he's sensitive. So you don't do shit like that to yeah. someone you know has a disorder. Yeah. That's it's fucking awful. It's like, and it was by the special ed teacher too. It's like, aren't you supposed <laughs> to have a fucking degree in this shit to do this job? Like, I thought most special ed teachers had certificates in teaching Kids with emotional needs. They taught us in special ed that we should give them awards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should give them extra awards, but not mean awards. Yeah. I, and the thing is, the level of empathy it requires to be a special ed teacher has got to be through yeah. the roof. So it, it, maybe maybe this kid did something that was so annoying that it actually broke that teacher. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe this teacher I just mean, wanted to be back. fired. Yo. Maybe this teacher and the principal just wanted to be fired. Maybe, we're, maybe <laughs> this is a conspiracy. <laughs> they just did something horrible so they didn't have to fucking teach it at school anymore. In which case, they did a good job. It right. goes back to Steven's original point. Is like, this kid must have been so annoying that the principal, the special ed teacher, broke through all their training and empathy. This kid must have... This kid fucking... was worth dying on the hill for. Like, <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> this kid was shitting every day in the classroom Fling and making other students. throw it up. Maybe. He was, he was just out, having outbursts where he would say this random anti-Semitic remarks. You know, <laughs> just all this stuff. I don't even know if they... He'd probably have outbursts Indiana. and cutting... He would just be cutting, like, really bad insults to the teacher... Like, uh, yeah, I bet he did like, that thing where, like, you know how little kids will say some incredibly real shit to you, like, and they don't mean to, but they do it. And yeah, I feel like this kid might have done that one too many times <laughs> to this teacher, just asking him why he's alone or you know <laughs> shit like that. Like something, something must have fucked with this teacher's head. About yeah, that, that teacher had dreams. Okay, but then he ended up, or she ended up, uh, I don't know if it was a male or a female, you know, they thought they were going to be a movie star, or thought they were going to, you know, travel the world, but they ended up settling down in Gary, Indiana, and, and the, t- the kid was <laughs> they're like... They're unhappy with their lives, yeah. and now they're bullying fucking special ed kids. No, the special ed kid's like, yeah, I know you said you're going to be a movie star, but you're just my teacher. You yeah, know, yeah, so- yeah, exactly. <laughs> when did you give up on your dream? <laughs> like, <laughs> shit like that, it's like, is this what you wanted to do when you were a kid? Like, no, it's not, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, dude, this—it's uh, still so fucked up. They give it. I'm totally not on the school side on this one. I yeah, do not so, give this kid a trophy. Yeah, this one, I- I'm definitely gonna go legit outrage. Yeah, this is legit outrage. This is something the internet is allowed to be mad about because it's fucked up. Sandeep, are you with us on this one? Yes, yes, definitely. Okay, yeah. All right, the, the court has spoken. Yes, three to three to o, oh, three to nil. Legit outrage in that one, and now we're gonna go uh, across the sea. I believe. Yes, I'm for this to one. another school. A lot of school <laughs> oh, school yeah. We got to get our school outrage in before the end of the school year. So I'm glad we uh, we got these both in this episode. Yeah, word. Um, yeah, I mean, this story comes to us out of Paris, where parents of school children in the 18th arrondissement, which I think just means district or equivalent <laughs> district. Uh, so parents of the 18th district got outraged when their children were promised a special picnic meal and instead were given, quote, an industrial pre-packed triangular sandwich of the kind sold at motorway service stations. Unquote, according to one mother named Anne. (laughs) She went on to say, quote, the tomatoes were supposed to be organic and local, but in fact, they were Spanish. 
That's racist. They were Spanish tomatoes. I mean, well, Spanish not, tomatoes. Spanish tomatoes are delicious. Yo, they're way more. They're way better than American tomatoes, dude. Spanish tomatoes. When I went to Madrid, like we were just talking about, I can eat tomatoes by themselves. I don't ever fucking do that shit. I need tomatoes on a taco or a burger to be able to eat them. Over there, you can just eat them by themselves with a little salt, and it's fucking perfect, yo. But I don't know why she's bitching about okay. Spanish tomatoes. Well, I tomatoes. think she's just saying they're supposed to be local, and then she was saying the Spanish. But yes, that does seem a little like a backhanded slight at Spanish tomatoes. Yeah, I don't like... They, they weren't fresh. They were Spanish. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that's fucking... That, it's well, not really racist, but more nationalist, kind of, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but well, here's a geography. Is it, is it that far? No, Spain, that's the Spain, thing. Spain, it's not. No, really? they're, they're bordering countries. They can, just, <laughs> okay. they can be shipped in a day. Yeah, you know, like, like that would be like you or I saying, like, dude... This, these fucking, you know, I think oranges are from Florida. Or like, you know, these tomatoes are from Maine. Fuck these people yeah, from yeah, Maine. Yeah, because it's a small area, right? So yeah. it's, it's like saying, it's like it, living in New York and getting them from like Pennsylvania or Ohio. It's not it's that. It's not far. Dude, yeah. the yeah. verbiage in this article is pissing me off so much just because it's like, it's so fucking French that it's annoying me. Like, and the mom <laughs> we were just talking about, it says the children have been promised what was described as a special picnic meal, but this is verging on a scandal. It's like, what the fuck kind of <laughs> sandwich is a scandal. fucking scandal, yo. A There's no scandal. scandal. Your kid got a, a, a not a fucking home cooked meal, yo. That's what happens. Well, come to America, yo. Look at the shit we ate in high school. I remember oh, my God. favorite meal in high school was this like quesadilla pizza that they would serve, <laughs> which was basically quesadilla in the shape of a pizza. And there's probably like a fucking thousand of them shipped to the school. They throw them in the microwave and give them to us. I loved that shit. That was my favorite school meal. Was that shit ass pizza sized quesadilla, dude? Yeah. And, and you also got the fish sticks and the sloppy joes. Oh like, yeah, hell yeah, dude! Chick fil A day at the school was the best, yo. And it wasn't real Chick fil A. Wait, wait, wait! Your school had Chick fil A no, 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 no. day. They just called the chicken cutlet sandwich a Chick fil A sandwich, just because they knew we'd fucking eat it if they called it Chick fil A. So we ate it. Oh, they didn't butter. have like a logo on it. Or anything. Yeah, it was like Chick fil A patty or some shit like that. Wow. And you put ketchup and fucking mustard and all that shit. Wait, where would you grow up? Uh, Virginia, Northern Virginia. Oh, uh, that's kind of southern, like yeah, culturally. Yeah, a southern. yeah, yeah. Okay. We had some gun racks in our fucking parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a few. No guns on them because we know better than that now. But uh, the gun racks are still there. <laughs> you know, the thing too about this this outrage over the sandwiches, it's like they were promised a picnic meal. What do you bring on a picnic? You usually bring something cold because yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna be barbecuing or grilling. You're you're bringing something like a sandwich. Also, dude, continue with the article. This shit pisses yeah. me off so much. So it's, the shit it says, yo, it just in the next paragraph it says the caterers that supplied the lunches to fourteen thousand pupils, fourteen thousand fucking sandwiches. I said this to Sandeep earlier, pissing me off because the French fucking love food, but none of them have worked as caterers before, <laughs> apparently. Because yeah. fourteen, you think you get fresh. 14,000 fresh sandwiches, yo. That's fucking, oh my God, that pissed me off. I was immediately, immediately off the parrot side the moment I saw those 14,000 meals and they're bitching that it was triangular. I mean, yeah, there's going to be some assembly line like work involved yeah. when you're, you're doing something like, I mean, because that's mass production basically is what it is. So it's exactly. not going to be, you know, the most hardcore, uh, of standards in that case. Well, also the shitty sandwiches were served with bread and butter a slice of watermelon and an apple. That's delicious. Fresh fruits. Yeah, that's I mean, delicious. This sounds yeah. amazing. That's a great meal yeah. for a fucking school. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Now, so, so the Sorgorges, Sorgoris, S O R G O R E S, catering company, <laughs> which did supply the fourteen thousand meals, they were already under kind of like under 
controversy and under fire from the local parents because Gene and other parents said, quote, our children have often been given food cooked several days in advance, reheated and served on plastic trays. This is unacceptable, unquote. Um, you're, you're talking to uh, three Americans here, y'all. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. <laughs> this shit, we are not going to sympathize with this shit. This is, this is the most fake outrage <laughs> over a fucking sandwich. It's fucking sandwiches. It's like, it didn't even, did the sandwich say something racist when you opened it, yo? Like, yeah. then there'd be something. But well, it's just well the then fact. Americans would get outraged. Yeah, 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 exactly. You put whatever the fuck you, shitty, <laughs> yeah. goddamn factory waste in the sandwich. God forbid yeah. they put ketchup on it, yo. Make the sure French it doesn't see race. France don't, don't. would be burning right now if they put ketchup on these sandwiches, dude. Yeah, were there um, like little like swastikas toasted onto the bread or something? <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, I, we had plastic trays in my school. Yeah. And by the way, this reminds me, one year in my high school, the cafeteria fucked up on their budget, and they actually ran out of money around, like, February or March. So last, like, two or three months of the school year, they literally only served cold sandwiches. Uh-huh. Nobody bitched. Yeah, of course Because they were not. actually, like, they're like, oh, you're going to eat a, a turkey sandwich or a roast beef every day? Fucking yeah. right. No one even got mad. Oh and God. so, like, I, I have no sympathy for these fucking people. This this art of, it's so French, it pisses me off. I'm like, do they not have any problems, yo? Like, what is going on in France that they're this bored? They'd complain about 14,000 sandwiches, dude. I remember, oh, my God. I remember helping, like, doing some assembly line shit when Sandy Hook, or Sandy Hook, Jesus Christ. Not Sandy Hook, when Sandy Hurricane. Happened. <laughs> totally different sand. Yeah, you know? that's a very bad Freudian slip to make there. Uh, <laughs> no, when M- Sandy, when the Sandy hurricane happened, I was working for a catering company at the time, and we made like two thousand meals to be shipped up to the city because the power was still out and nobody had shit. So I remember making all these sandwiches on the assembly line and shit like that. And it's like you package them, and then they were out in a day or two. But it's like. Nobody fucking complained because everybody was up to their knees in water up here. Yeah. And, and it's like, dude, that's what do you think when you make that much? It, we made 2,000. I can't imagine making 14,000 Yeah, imagine seven meals. times that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's and unbelievable. Is this for a whole school district or one school? I can't imagine one school. It's a school. whole district. That's, I think that's the 18th district, which encompasses a lot of uh, area. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's not one school. And then, uh, so here, the Parents Association launched a petition last year. A petition? protest. Pissing me off. Because they, they said that lunches were, quote, packed with hydrogenated fat, sugar, additives, salt, preservatives, and food dyes. Sounds delicious. Um, <laughs> are, those, are those not the five the basic local food hall, <laughs> which is responsible for overseeing school canteens, apologized to the parents and promised that from September, quote, all sandwiches served to the pupils will be fresh, unquote. And with the apology, they still said what happened with this thing was... Um, they're like, as schools were closed on Thursday and Friday last week, Monday's meals had to be delivered to the schools by Wednesday. So a hot meal fuck? would have been impossible. Uh, and then he added that, but the use of plastic packaging in the meal was, quote, deplorable. Oh, fuck you. Deplorable <laughs> at a time when we're trying to reduce the volume of plastic deplorable. in the canteens. Probably give these fucking kids straws with their Capri Sun, too. The fucking bastards, you know. Fucking well, here's oh, the thing. If you're God. talking about like something that's fairly easily perishable, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily want that in the fridge for was that five days. But at the same time, if they're chilled and they're already prepackaged or sealed, I don't see a major issue. There isn't. It's the French and they're fucking snooty and they want warm bread with their olive oil or whatever they eat. You know, they're just used to a standard of living. You know, that's what. Yeah. Isn't that what chicks and divorces say? They're used to a certain standard of living. Well, they so have I a need certain... all this money. <laughs> yeah. The French are used to a standard of living where they had fresh home-cooked meals every day, and now they expect 14,000 sandwiches to be cooked fresh. The day. They... Also, that pissed me off what you just said about uh, it, the school was closed for two days, so they had to deliver it on the Wednesday before they closed. 
It's like, what do you? There's nothing to be mad about here. I'm outraged at at this outrage, which is what. Yeah. Well, the French have a different relationship with food. Like their education ministry insists on three course lunches, quote, suitable for children's nutritional needs, including a main course with a side dish and a dairy product. And for background, um, they said that Rebecca Plantier, who is an American expat who wrote a book called French School Lunch, said like she uh, she said from the book, I walked into. Wait, wait, that explains everything. It's an American white girl. No, no, she's, no, no, no. Wait, this is a background. She has nothing to do with this. No, but didn't, didn't she? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say. So she was saying in her experience with French lunch, she's like, I walked into the dining room to see tables of four already set. Silverware, silver bread basket, off-white ceramic plates, cloth napkins, clear glasses, and water pitchers laid out ready for lunch. Is this in a school? She's the French schools. And she said the culture of what eating inculcated into French children has explained why fewer are overweight or suffer from diabetes than in Britain or the United States. Uh, eating moderate qualities, quantities of fresh and freshly prepared food at set times of the day is definitely one of the most convincing reasons why they stay lean. Uh, lunch at uh, lunch menus at children's schools are generally set two months in advance and sent to a certified dietitian who makes small corrections. And treats are included: the occasional slice of tart, dollop of ice cream, or delicacy from the local pastry pastry shop. Uh, did they use the word dollop? So fuck them first of all. But the thing that jumped out at me without that is the pitcher. They put pitchers out on the fucking table. Could you imagine the trouble that would start if you gave? pitchers of any type of liquid to fucking <laughs> high school kids in america are you oh my god dude, someone would stand on the table and just piss in it at some point well, you know, 100%. Like if you're pissed off at somebody well, you, know? you just walk up and throw the whole thing on somebody you yeah know? yeah like, exactly that, that's the first thing i thought the french of. are more civilized i'll give them that they're, they're yeah it's, it sounds like their school children are a lot more civilized than our school children it's because they can drink when they're seven so they get it out of their system and they <laughs> act like adults when they're young our kids yeah. don't drink anything and it's just hormones raging all fucking day so they pee in pitchers i guess but <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess I have the opposite opinion of, of you guys. It's like you guys are waxing. Like, Stephen, you said earlier, what do these French have to worry about that they're complaining about this shit? Actually, I think the French have it right. They they care about this stuff and they don't care about who called who called some Asian Oriental and fucking spending 10 hours on Facebook complaining about it while they're eating their shitty ass pizza quesadilla and terrible fistics that fuck up their brain and give them ADD and they get fat and ugly and then they want to kill themselves early and then they blame everyone and then they like Donald Trump. I mean, I, I just... <laughs> yeah, but our food is giving women bigger boobs, so we got that going for us. All those hormones and shit. Yeah. And the chicken tenders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, see, Sandy. You, you feed these fifth graders their Chick-fil-A, fake Chick-fil-A, and then their fucking fifth graders are going through puberty and shit. Oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to see them till they're out of high school. But I know. Yeah, we don't work. Fifth graders are getting getting periods. Look, we're pervs, but we're not pedophiles. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. Turning yeah. these <laughs> fifth graders pedophiles. That's Everyone's hilarious. having sex at sixth grade after they're all they're all hopped up on sloppy joes. And monster energy. Look, I'm drinks. saying the French food. I'm sure the French food is better for them and shit like that. I'm I'm not saying the French. Yeah. The French lunch food isn't. Better, I'm sure it's better than American lunch food, you know. But yeah. also the fact that they don't have enough problems that they're bitching about fourteen thousand sandwiches. No, I think they know what the problems are. They know what to worry about. I mean, I was just getting sad reading this article. Like, this is what I didn't realize that. I just thought everyone kind of had to deal with this shit. But no, there was a country that really insisted on good food for their kids. 
And, uh, and, and it's not us because they're sissies. America number one. Uh, yeah, they want good food for their kids so they stay skinny when they start smoking by the time they're nine. <laughs> Yo, that's that's France. Yeah, but they're living longer than us with their smoking, with their <laughs> with their daily wine drinking twice yeah, a day. With their drinking from age seven, they're still living longer. You know, here's the thing though, and I I agree with what you're saying in in the overall picture of like, yeah, you want your kids to be healthier and they care more. I very much admire that. But at the same time, I think what Stephen is saying is that in this specific instance where they had to make tens of thousands of sandwiches for a special occasion it sounded like yeah there, you, there's gonna be some corners that get cut and if you have a problem with that you can go fuck yourself yo you know my favorite shit at school was the uncrustables the pb and j that is an industrial fucking they sandwich. didn't have those when i was they when didn't I was have them enough. dude that was yeah, my shit it was like a thing. hockey puck of bread there was no yeah. there's no crust it was just like like it almost looked like it was sewed off with a string, yo. Like just you know what I'm talking about, right? The uncrustable. I know what PB they're talking about because they had. Uh, I worked at a summer camp when I was in college, and that's when those were coming out. Yeah, and the little kids would come in with those packed in their lunch. I yeah. loved those things, dude. I, I was a little fat kid too. I could eat like three or four of them. They were fucking yes, delicious. You were a fat kid. I. You guys say that you're like all, all right with the French, and then like you tell these stories, and it's like. It's That's our childhood. It's making it's making the it's making the point that yes, we're giving these kids absolute garbage. No, it's and you people Sandy, are waxing Sandy, about the garbage. You are absolutely correct in what you're saying that American kids are not being fed good food overall. Absolutely, okay. But what we're saying is in this instance, this specific outrage instance for a fucking picnic, apparently yeah. these parents are outraged oh the one time our kids got fed something that might resemble an american meal yeah. <laughs> this is an outrage Get the i like it. they're keeping the here. standards high i like that they're keeping the standards nah, high. i think that it. nah I, no I'm one's the... bringing the fucking lunch no one's gonna have the balls to introduce that goddamn hockey puck stupid peanut butter sandwich <laughs> with cancer with the side of cancer and another side of uh heart disease you know, because they're they're like even they try to slip a little bit. They just try to slip a little bit. You know, and then they're, they're now nah, I'm with the I'm with the caterers because this seems to be like a one time thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like these parents are pissed off that this happened one time. Where yeah. it's like your kids yeah. are eating square meals every other day of the year. That's and how you, you keep the standards high. You don't let them slip at all. Exactly. It's like I don't know if you walk into McDonald's and order fifty Big Macs, it's it, they're not all going to be equal. If you order one, it should be fine. Like, yeah. Well, here's here's the thing too. Is that we also, have, I just compared their school lunch to Big Macs, which yeah, is the that's most a bad American play. shit. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not I, a good, I think that too. What would be really funny is if because you know how here here in America you got you know Taco Tuesday and your Pizza Fridays, whatever the case, yeah, yeah. Or Pizza Mondays, depending on where you go to school. It'd be funny if they had like American Wednesdays in France, yeah. where they serve like shit food one day a week. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just hamburgers and chocolate. Serve those fish sticks. (laughs) Did you guys have, we had this pizza. We had this regular pizza in high school. And it was the shittiest thing. Was it like the rectangle ones? It was, it was, yes, it was rectangle. They were amazing. What? No, the, the, the. I put ketchup on them. I love it. The crust was like a sponge. It had the consistency. It was, (laughs) yeah. It was fucking soft Yeah, I like that sponge, yo. I like that sponge. When it was crunchy, I didn't like it. When it was spongy, I'm like, this is soft. Oh it's like a breadstick. Here's the thing, is that you and I are, as he said, waxing nostalgic about this shit food. <laughs> because here's, this is another time for a geography lesson for the class. You grew up where, Sandeep? 
in the suburbs of Chicago. So Chicago, they're known for having thicker crust pizza, right? Like very deep dish style, like almost like a casserole. Yeah, there was right? no okay. there was no local respect to the local cuisine. Oh, no, at no, that no, fucking. But what I'm lunch. saying is, people in New York are, are used to the thin crust, but people from most of the rest of America are used to and back me up in the Steve that shitty doughy spongy yeah, crust, that Hell Greek yeah. style fucking. That's the thing. I grew up on that, so when they had the shitty kind that was barely cooked from school, I thought it was pretty fucking good. And yeah. Yeah. And it's because, especially in the Northeast, you, you, you have that style of pizza served at most regular places, too. And you only probably thought it was shitty because you were most used to your local standard. No, it was shitty, dude. Everyone knew it was shitty. This is, this is what the we knew have it, done to you guys. You we, guys think absolute garbage is good food. No, no, no. We knew this it was shitty, what, but we are, we're grateful because we're exactly. not ungrateful little punks. You know, we, yeah. We should be grateful. ungrateful. But our grandfathers died in wars and shit so we could go to school or whatever. Yeah. That's all this drilled in. I grew up outside of a military town, so that was a big part of it, too. You get what the yeah. fuck you get, and yes, sir, no, ma'am, and you fucking eat it. Yeah. I want to I shout out, speaking of American food, this is some funny, more nostalgic <laughs> shit, right? I need to shout yes. out Chick-fil-A because I remember Chick-fil-A opened in this city like two years ago, I think. And I was so fucking excited because literally yeah. it is the only food in this city that legit reminds me of home. Like Chick-fil-A is my culture. Like that's that's what we ate when we were coming up was Do you find it as good, the Chick-fil-A's in New York? As yeah, the it's a in- fucking company. Yeah, they yeah. make it the same everywhere. I feel everywhere. like the Taco so Bells it's... are worse in the city than like the suburban Taco Bells. Really? I don't know. I haven't yeah. thought about that. I feel like it's all the same. But I remember I was with a girl at the time, not my current girlfriend, my first girlfriend. I said, we got to go to Chick-fil-A when it opens. And she was like, I right, well, I'm only going to go because they've stopped donating to anti-gay causes. And I remember <laughs> going like, even if they were, you'd still be going because this is my culture. I've been living in Washington Heights, learning about Washington Heights for the last year and a half. Yeah. I've been eating all the plantains. I've been eating all the <laughs> fucking chicken. I've been eating everything and taking that shit in. You got to take this shit in. This shit, this is my shit right here. This is what my people do the best, and it's Chick-fil-A, bro. Yeah. That shit is the best fast food on earth. Best chicken, best milkshakes. That yellow sauce is the absolute shit. I'm like, there's nothing better than this. I will never cook you something and better than this They make this good food. fries, too, by the way. And the fries, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The waffle fries, they're the shit. Everything about this spot is the shit. And she tried to get all SJW about the anti-gay causes. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad they're not doing that anymore, too. But even if they were, you'd be coming because this is important to me. Yo, this is this is important to me. This is my my heritage yeah. right here is I've, Chick-fil-A. You're like, I've eaten 18 kilos of sweet plantains in the last two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can have one chicken sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Uh, dude, Chick-fil-A is my spot, and Walmart was my mom and pa shop, yo. I knew all the employees <laughs> there. I get this warm <laughs> sense of familiarity when I walk in. I know where everything is. That shit is, that's my mom and pa yeah, In some small towns, it's like the unofficial, like the town center, like the yeah. hang. It really is. In your town, right? You're, you're A lot of there. small towns in America, dude. A lot of people go and just hang out in the parking lots with their cars. Yep. Or McDonald's parking lot. That was where I fr- smoked my first cigarette. Was a Walmart parking lot in the back of a pickup truck. Oh know? my god! I was I was eight, I was seventeen, about to turn eighteen. But were you eating a triangular shaped non organic sandwich <laughs> while you were doing it? No, I think I had had one about thirty minutes before. Okay, probably <laughs> knowing we me, we probably had some fast food before that, and we were smoking cigarettes. I'm into that. So as far as the outrage goes in the France thing, uh, I think I, I'm with you, Stephen. I think this is parents are way out of line. Yeah, on this one. I think people need to because look, man, it's like it's like your military town thing. I grew up in a rural town. Someone feeds you, you say thank you, and you eat it. Mm-hmm. You don't be a little bitch about it. Oh, is this organic free range? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. did you did you sing acoustic guitar songs to these these plants? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, while you were <laughs> fucking clear, growing I don't, them. I don't blame the children. I think children should. Eat, but I this is the society has failed our children. No, 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 no. I'm also mad at the parents because this seems to be a one-time thing. 
This seems to be like these yes. kids are getting fed good every other day of the school year, and then they had one picnic with triangular sandwiches, and they lost their mind. Like, yeah. the, like the rest of the school year of amazing food didn't count for some reason, and they fuck up on one day because they hire some catering company to make 14,000 sandwiches. Yeah. So I'm know? going fake outrage in this one. This is fake outrage. Fake outrage. Is, Sound eight, but sounds like... People got nothing better to do. Sounds oh, good. you guys are right. It's fake <laughs> outrage. I, I'm just so sad reading this article that how... <laughs> I like that they're insisting on high quality. This is going too far. Fucking Spanish tomatoes. You can't say it's not local if it's Spanish. Mm-hmm. Local is, implies a distance. A country, an artificial exactly. country line doesn't yeah. make it not local. You should be sad that I said Walmart is my ma and pa shop. Yo, that's the thing that makes me sad. I'm not. I'm that, with you on that. So. <laughs> I'm yeah, barely, but yeah, I got to You guys make a good... And this is one time thing and 14,000 and all that shit. And, <laughs> and Spanish is local. Spanish is... It's not yes. far. That's the whole point is it's not far. It's just there that's, we go. that's and the reality. Of watermelon and an apple. My God. Yeah, it sounded and even and just butter. reading it. It made me hungry for fruit. I'm like, yes. I want to go pick up some watermelon now. Yes. That shit sounds good. Oh, I love watermelon. Who doesn't? Anyway, absolutely. Three to so is it two to one or three to oh, Sandy? Three to oh. Three to oh. So you were with me. Oh, you were just okay. being a dick the whole time. Just playing some devil's I, advocate. No, I barely. Yeah. Now you guys kind of convinced me. I was going in as real outrage, but it's all right. This one, it's it's too much. Yeah, you guys made good arguments. <laughs> Word. Damn right, Mariko, number one. Yeah, hell don't yeah. wax nostalgic for your goddamn shit that we we were I all forced to eat as a kid. pizza. Yeah, you leave my shitty triangular pizza alone, sir. Oh, no, dude, oh you had triangular pizza. No, I, I'm sorry, rectangular pizza. Oh, yeah. Yo, hold on. I will say, so my dad works in a school, right? I do remember going to his elementary school one time, like a year ago, and they had the same like chocolate milk that I had when I was growing up. Same label, same package, everything. Wow. And I remember, I'm like, fuck yeah, this chocolate. I remember drinking it and being like, this is shit. This ah. tastes disgusting. I didn't like it anymore. I remember loving that shit as a kid, but now I'm like, maybe my, my palate is a little bit more diverse since I live in this yeah, city. Yeah, we're, we're adults. We drink seltzer now. Yeah, exactly. uh, so anyway, at the end of our show here, we always ask our guests, Mr. McLonghair, is there anything you are currently outraged about here in the universe that you want to let some steam off on? God, that's a good question. I feel like there's got to be something i don't know okay this is something i'm not outraged but last night i did a show right yep the basement show in brooklyn the audience was like half like half and half like dudes and then really pretty women like really good looking bushwick women yo and i did a bunch of jokes about period sex which frankly is some of my most pro-woman shit that i have because uh-huh. i'm saying it's not gross it's natural okay. it's part of life you know and i lost them on the period sex jokes and i was upset because i was closing on them and i just remember oh i just remember being annoyed i'm like this is y'all's shit, yo. This is like... Uh, so you closing is, the jokes uh, kind of like they closed their legs because yeah. it was... Peri- okay, anyway. <laughs> Dude, so I was... sorry. Dan, Dan Wicks. Speaking of Dan Wicks, he gave me a very yeah. helpful note about it where he said they weren't tight that you were talking about it. He goes... Yeah, they were. They were mad tight. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> too, okay. <laughs> yeah. He was saying it's... It, he goes, visually, it's 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 a lot to take in. When you start talking about what you're talking about, visually, it creates an image in your head that most people don't like to think of. And I'm like... All right, it normally I guess, does well, you're saying. Yeah, usually does very well. This joke, especially if the audience... I do a joke about getting her a vibrator, and then I do the joke about period sex. And it's like, I lost... They did okay on the vibrator one, and then I lost them completely on the period sex, and that was the end of my set. Like, I didn't want to run my time anymore. I was just annoyed. The first <laughs> half did so well. I even did new shit that did better than this period joke. And this period joke usually murders, which is why I do it last. But they were so not... So when it murders, it, does it get bloody? 
<laughs> okay, hey, okay, that's a lot of fun. With yeah, this. I'm having. Wait, you know, I, I relate to this. We don't normally do inside comedy, but I, I do want to talk about this because I, I relate to this. A, a few weeks ago, I was doing a real show, Club Spot, which I do get every now and again. Hell yeah! And I do this bit where I have this this Uber driver in the bit who's racist against Asian people. Okay, and I got about like my first few bits went really good. I thought I had the audience. I go into this Uber bit. And I do the racist quotes of the of the, the the Uber driver, and I realize about halfway through the bit that like the last three rows of the club, which is like a third of the audience, all Asians, were <laughs> lost lost them, lost the crowd, and then I just ate shit for the entire rest <laughs> of the fucking seven or eight minutes I was up there. It was so bad. So uh, I know what you mean when when you're doing a bit and you can feel yourself losing the room. You're yeah. like like that little voice in your head's like, oh no, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you're yeah, it's because you it's just gonna be bad my voice is going why i'm like oh women you know what the fuck oh, well, i'm talking about the other thing like, i wanted to say was that sometimes and this is more prominent i think in brooklyn than anywhere else i've done even like la and even like manhattan where you can if you mention certain topics yeah people are like oh he's mentioning it he's uh whatever you know sexist or racist whatever and even if you're on the right side, the, uh, the, yeah. the, or by the right, I mean the correct side, because mm-hmm. it's lefty politics in Brooklyn, they still are mad at you for even wanting to talk about it. Yeah, and, yeah. And there is a degree of that difficulty in I, so I very much relate to what you're saying in that. Yeah, yeah. Even it's bringing a, it's it up Brooklyn already. Based, but like, it murders at the comedy club, because it's, yeah. it's all ages. It's young folk, it's old folk, it's people yeah. who can handle a fucking period joke, you know? This is all young women. And also, I agree with what you say. Dan, I think what Dan says was holding true, was it that wasn't the case last night. It wasn't like, ew, we don't want to hear this dude talk about periods. It was just, I guess, a graphic joke because I joke around about, you know, putting the, putting the towel down and all that shit. Like, uh, <laughs> that's, that's you know, the it, it, it just, I'm like, don't act like you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, I don't care if you don't want to talk about it. You've ha- It's happened to you before. So why not talk about it, yo? So that that was my outrage last night was it was the last show of the night and I bombed my last joke of the last show and it was just like, fucking, I did great for the first five or six. I even got a tape of it and I tried some new shit which is great. I can put that on Instagram, so I'm super happy. And then I fucking close and it eats shit. And I'm like, God damn it. So the last joke put a very bad taste in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Salty, some would say. Uh, (laughs) I I, I had way too much fun with that whole bit. We we don't normally do the inside comedy, but I like talking about this I feel your pain, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew you guys would be able to relate. And it's the only thing I can think that that really annoyed me recently. I, I, don't, I don't read that many news stories, so I couldn't think yeah. of something that I was outraged about, you know? Well, you know, I think it's a good place to end, a very, very bloody place to end the uh, show today. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can email us and tell us about your whatever, anything bloody you want at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Give us a five-star review. If you got 30 seconds for us on the iTunes, uh, tweet us at fakeoutragerept. We almost never check it, but hey, whatever. It exists. <laughs> um, you can follow Stephen Mick Longhair online at Yes, Stephen with a P-H, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, Mick Longhair Bowles. That's B-O-L-L-E-S. That's on all platforms. Yo, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you'll find me. Stephen Mick Longhair Bowles. Yes, and before we go... And, oh, the website, StephenBowles.com. I have a real grown-up website with no Mick Longhair. I take myself seriously on the website. But StephenBowles.com, Stephen Mick Longhair Bowles, everywhere else. Thank you, Mr. Mick Longhair. Uh, and before we go, Sandeep Sen. Any parting thoughts? You know, we got to give kids better food. We should just take the shitty food that we're giving them now, all of them, and just just give it to the annoying autistic kids. And <laughs> at least feed the regular kids better food. Yeah, they already got enough. They'll food. probably love industrial triangles. <laughs> <laughs>